What an amazing story of survival. An Australian sailor who had been adrift at sea with his dog for three months has been rescued. The crew of a Mexican tuna boat was able to pull the man and his dog to safety. Timothy Lindsay Shattuck is 54 years old. He was on a catamaran in the Pacific about 1,900 kilometres from land when the crew of that boat spotted the man and his dog and and then the rescue went into place. He spoke exclusively about what, well, these were his words, the first words he said to a news camera. Okay, can I get your name, please? Uh, Tim Shaddock. Okay, where are you uh, from? I'm from Australia. Um, a very difficult ordeal at sea, um, and uh, I'm just needing rest and good food. Um, because I've been alone at sea a long time. I have not had food, enough food for a long time. So that was part of an exclusive interview with Australia's Nine News Television. Shattuck told crews there that he and his dog had survived by eating raw fish and rainwater after a storm damaged his vessel. It wiped out his entire communication system. Joining us to talk a bit more about this is Dr. Justin A. Darenzo, a board-certified clinical psychologist, also a former military psychologist. Thank you so much for taking some time today. Jill, of course. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. Well, when you hear about this and the fact that he survived for three months, what were your first thoughts when you heard this story? Yeah, I mean, what? Well, I mean, of course, what an incredible story. And of course, like everybody's saying, this is like the real Chuck, right? The mm-hmm. real Tom on, uh, in the movie Castaway. But just like, I mean, you know, it reminds me of like when people, when anybody is faced with, it, with an impossible situation, you know, you don't give up. You don't give up. I mean, that's key to survival. We know, or we don't know, but I think we can see more what happens to the body physically. Uh, he was uh, quite gaunt. Again, he'd been out there for three months. Uh, like he told uh, that Australian news channel, he was able to eat raw fish uh, to sustain himself. Uh, so physically, the body goes through a lot of changes. What about mentally, though, going through and, and, and living through something like that? Yeah, so, so certainly, you know, when you're combining the isolation and fatigue and then dehydration and starvation, I mean, it's, it is definitely a wicked combination. I mean, that's when people, they give up, they can hallucinate. You know, it really takes a special person to, you know, to be motivated and to not give up hope and to, and to get busy. And I think that's what we're learning about this guy, that he, you know, I mean, he's got that personality of a sailor. Um, when, you know, you're, you're, you're intuitive and you're a jack of all trades and you, you figure out difficult situations. He also had his dog with him, and that's been a big part of this story, that it was he and his dog for that three months on the broken catamaran. How much of a difference do you think that made, that he wasn't completely alone, he had his dog com- companion? Yeah, I, I think that it made a huge difference. I mean, that, I mean it's really important to... I mean, the isolation is, is what is such a big challenge for somebody to be to be a castaway for, you know, for three months. So having his dog there certainly made the experience better. And I bet at times we're going to find out that he had to survive for his dog, too, when maybe he was even given up hope. Hmm. Uh, you mentioned, too, and I know uh, a lot of people calling it like the real life castaway. I, I, I was thinking of that as well, that uh, it would be different to, to talk to the dog or, or like you said, staying 
alive, surviving, knowing you have to survive for this dog, a little different than a, a volleyball that you've painted a face on and named. And Wilson, certainly. But but I think that but that is what people do. I mean, we, we you know, when you are lost and you're faced with, you know, faced with impossible odds, people that survive, I mean, they they make some purpose out of the event, you know, and somebody that is a sailor like this guy, I mean, they find reasons to survive. Right. And, and certainly I think the dog helped and, and it'll be interesting to hear what he says in other interviews um, as he, as he's uh, recovering. Um, he talked about this as well, that he was able, a couple of things too, that, that I suppose could also go into the luck category, uh, along with his strong will clearly to survive, that he was able, he did have some shelter on the catamaran. So he wasn't in the blazing sun for, for all of that time. He was able to get some shelter and drink some rainwater. There was enough rainwater that he was able to at least have enough water to survive. So I, I would imagine, do you put those kind of in the, in the luck category and that, that those were very key pieces? as well well i mean people that people that are, are intuitive that are able to plan and that are organized i mean certainly they seem to be the luckier the luckier one so um i i think i think his survival is probably you know i mean there's some luck but a lot of it is due to him i mean this guy i mean he certainly beats to a different drum i mean not many people sail from mexico to the french for to uh french polynesia by themselves with a dog. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's very true. And if you yeah, looking at the map at how much I think it was the distance he meant to to go or his planned trip was I think around 3700 kilometers or or something a very very long long distance. Um you mentioned too and I think people will be waiting to once he's gotten a chance to kind of go through what's happened and and realize that he's okay now learn more about his story and more about what it was like for him to be out there. I did hear in one of the earlier stories that he's a cancer survivor. He at one point had stage four cancer and survived that as well. Do you think that, does that tell us a bit more maybe about his character or make a difference when it comes to surviving? I, I think it certainly does, but it also, you know, within that story, I mean, he, he was following a path um, of recovery and treatment uh, there was really against Western medical advice. I mean, he was following, uh, you know, he, he wasn't taking medicine, I, I read, and he was, you know, eating a raw diet, too, and then beat stage four bowel can- cancer on his own. So, you know, certainly that tells us a lot about him, but certainly people that, you know, are, you know, you face with, you know, face an adversity and that can inoculate you in life or prepare you for future challenges. So I think that's, partly what happened in this case for him. I, I would imagine too, and again, we'll have to wait and, and hear him talk about it and more details if he wants to share those, but just what the mind must go through and, and everything that he has has already gone through, had already gone through, and then finding himself in this predicament where, I mean, I guess maybe on the one hand, he knew when he was setting out, there was always going to be a chance of a storm or a chance that something could go wrong. So maybe that is that level of preparation as well or, or being in tune with reality. Does, does that also help? Yeah, I I, th- I think that's part of it too. But you know, like understanding like his intent too to sail, like he really couldn't give a a good reason other than just loving to be you know part of the ocean and and part of the water and loving the people out there. So I think that probably helped. Uh, I'm sure he was very you know he's very in tune with with that way of life. So you know, for most people, it would have been you know, the outcome would have been different. 
Anything else stick out to, to you about this story or anything else that you wanted to add? Yeah, I, I think that, you know, the that we could all benefit from having sailor-like personality traits in life when we're all faced with hard situations. And that's like, you know, being calm and being prepared and not being in such a hurry, you know, and, and uh, enjoying the experience of life. Well, Dr. Dorenzo, thank you so much. It really is a fascinating story. Thank you so much for your take and for joining us today. Bill, you got it anytime. Thank you again.